<laughs> and guys, we are back and welcome to the Jameer Smith Show. So I have some merch that's coming out. And of course, merch means, of course, tees and hats and shirts. And of course, you know, on the back of the shirt, I have this new title, the Hello Tour. And one of the stops is, of course, Atlanta, Georgia. And I have a special guest today. And first of all, I want to introduce someone that's extremely close to my heart. Hello, Miss Dion Boyd. Hi, Mr. Smith. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm well. Listen, guys, I put her on the spot. We are here in Atlanta at Stockyard Signature. When I tell you this barbecue place, this rib place, this burger place that is here in Atlanta, it is absolutely everything. Please come and support this. Oh my God, hands down, some of the best food ever. But how are you? How has everything been during this well. COVID? I know we've had an interview, I think, oh my gosh, a few months ago, but now yes. we're in person, we're socially distancing. Yes, we are. We're we excited are. to see each other. I'm thrilled. Okay. Um, you know, amongst all of our conversations and everything that's happening right now in the world, I wanted to touch on something that is some is close to both of us. You know, it's something that we constantly talk about, but it's really a future conversation. And with the future conversation, of course, guys, we wanted this to be as raw as possible. So you get to hear people in the background and music and, and phones, because that's what I love about this podcast is that authenticity means everything. So I wanted to talk about future of retail. So here we go. So, you know, there were a lot of emails and questions and texts that I always try and respond to. So again, everyone, thank you to sending messages to the Jameer Smith show at gmail.com. And, you know, Dion, you and I were discussing earlier about so many initiatives and so many things that the world has to offer and things that we always want to grow and change. So my first question for you is in the next decade, how much more evolution do you foresee in retail? And if anything, is it holding e-commerce back? I see so much change. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about where we are going with fashion. I am sad to see a lot of our um, well-known fashion companies and our fashion brands from the Macy's of the world to the Nordstrom's to the Neiman's. Everybody has been impacted, but I also feel like this has created a fantastic opportunity for growth, um, new ways to reimagine fashion. I think fashion is going to be very exciting. I'm excited to see how a lot of the companies are pivoting. I think this is going to open up the doors for a lot of designers. So for those of you who are creatives, like myself and Mr. Smith, I just I think this is the perfect time to pitch your idea. I think this is the perfect time to bring out the pen and bring out the paper reimagine anything there is a market there is a market that is hungry for different for new i'm not going to any stores i want to support my fellow entrepreneurs so if you are an entrepreneur i want to see what you're doing i want to see how you are pivoting how you will now have an opportunity to get more exposure because we can't go to the department store i'm not interested i want to buy from you so i want to know who you are I want to know what you have that's so special and unique. And I don't want you to be scared. Yeah. I want you to be authentic. I don't want you to hold back. There is no wrong. There is a, only a right. And I'm excited. You know, I think that's the beauty about creativity and how the trajectory of life changes. And 
you know, what everything we see that's happening in retail and fashion and design and art, it's a beautiful thing, you know, unfortunate, you know, people have to transition careers, but the beauty behind that, they are able to dig deeper into their creative energies and see what other great talents they have. And I think when you look at the beauty of retail, it does allow people to think differently, exactly what you said, and entrepreneurs and, and these creative designers just to move differently and have different outcomes. Um, you know, what items do you think uh, are resistance to e-commerce and do you see shoppers increasingly buying online? Mm, great question. So for me, I would definitely say luxury. It's always been an investment. Absolutely. I don't care what you say, where you go, <laughs> buy it. Okay, whether you're getting it now secondhand, I'm not afraid to tell you that there's some good <laughs> deals out there because the folks are parting with things, but it's an investment. And I think now we are a smarter consumer. I think a lot of us now are realizing that less is more. And for me personally, I'm all about hero and star dressing. If you know me and you know my circle and my tribe, I always think about what hero am I going to wear with my outfit every okay. day. What's that for special me, piece? That special piece that Absolutely. stands out that is something I can rock with anything. And I like mixing high and low. I think that's the beauty of fashion because it's our own creative expression. I think e-commerce is what, where we're going to see it going. Is this going to be bigger? I think for those of you who are venturing into the space, my challenge to you would be offer me something different. I am an experiential marketer and consumer and I'm looking for different. So that means when I log onto your site, it needs to be easy to understand. It needs to be shoppable. It needs to be imaginative. I want to look on there and within three seconds, see something I want to buy. Absolutely. And check out. Absolutely. Don't make it complicated. Don't overthink it. Put your best foot forward, but offer a different experience. The market will be crowded in e-commerce, but there's room for everybody. Absolutely. And I think that's the beauty that we discuss so much about you know, designer brands will continue to thrive. They will make sure that they're pushing the button in that narrative of what's new and fresh and how do they think and move differently quicker. Um, and, and meanwhile, do brick and mortar remain fundamental to retail? And even though it seems like sometimes a few of the stores may be behind. Absolutely. I think there's always going to be a sweet spot for brick and mortar. I Absolutely. think those of us, if you have come from the retail world like we both have, there is nothing that will replace the opportunity to go in and see and touch and feel. That's special. That experience. That's, that experience yeah. is something that you just simply will not get. But what I also want to say is that I think the stores have to reimagine what that looks like. Mm -hmm. That means I don't want to see a lot of merchandise on the floor. I want to see things more spread out. I want to see a clear story. I don't want to see things just jumbled up together. I want to see pretty. I want to make it I more of a boutique environment. Boutique. I want yeah. to feel special. I want to be escorted around when I am going into a store or just have the opportunity to just browse freely without knocking over a rack mm -hmm. because you have so much merchandise. I don't think we're doing that anymore. Yeah. I think the way that we see retail is from a very different perspective of being special. It's more curated. It is. Okay, absolutely. curated is, is a big word and it's more experiential. I want to feel like I'm being invited into the space and not like I'm disrupting somebody's house. You know, that's the beauty that we always discuss about relationships and experiences. And that's one thing that I've learned from my employers, as well as I know you've discussed that as well, about how do we constantly create that lasting experience, but then also how do we make sure that we make that relationship, which I think is absolutely beautiful. And I think that's how you're only really able to evolve 
in retail and in these retail spaces. Um, so do you believe any of the stores will disappear and how important will those stores really be? I definitely think we have some dinosaurs. I'm going to call a spade a spade. I think that there are stores that should have been gone a long time ago. Okay. They have failed to evolve from a technology standpoint, from an aesthetic standpoint. Well, I was going to say, we'll pause. Well, so then what mistakes do you think retailers have made in those stores? They have failed to evolve with where we as a consumer are right now. Okay. In terms of the merchandise, in terms of the look and feel, in terms of how is it designed, how does it look. It's completely different. And I think a lot of times people don't really realize there are so many stores to go into. So the moment we walk into a store, we can decide within the first few seconds whether or not it's an environment that we want to stay in. It's Correct. like visiting somebody's house. And I think a lot of stores became so focused on filling the floor because we know that merchandise is sold by the square foot. So we go into stores and it's just packed. And I think that's where we see stores who have overbought and the racks are just filled and filled and filled with merchandise that people They're simply don't want. Yeah. And they forgot to think about how we as a consumer has also involved. So what are we looking for now? People are dressing a lot more leisurely. People are looking for season-less clothes. They're looking for unique. They're looking for things that are special. Right. And stores have failed to bring that to the table and make consumers feel like they want to part with their money. If it's not special, then the consumer isn't going to buy it. Absolutely. So I think there are stores who just continue to do what they've always done. And because of that, they now find themselves at the bottom trying to climb out. And because of COVID and the many options that we have, more so now with e-commerce, these are stores that will absolutely need to go away. They've had a good run. They've done a really great job during the time of their existence, but it is too far gone for them to climb out of the hole now. And it would cost them too much money. The other thing about it is, gone are the days are you going to go to a department store that's three four or five floors that's unrealistic mm -hmm. retail space is too big so just to reimagine how you are doing that in a different way from the moment the store is open it needs to be beautiful it needs to be more attention to the detail of what makes you unique and special pay attention to the fixtures pay attention to that detail. the visuals Absolutely. all these things that we Absolutely. as a customer we are visual so we're constantly wanting that stimulation and there are stores that are so focused on just moving the, moving the merchandise the move it yeah. move it move yeah. it they forgot about us they forgot about us and so i guess you know in the next decade what are the forces retailers must contend with in order honestly really to succeed one of the biggest forces is going to have to be technology and experiences okay. absolutely i think experiences are going to take on a whole new meaning I even believe that the word experience is going to be elevated to something else because exactly. it's, it's been I do. something, it, it's you been know, experience I feel forever. already that I'm dating myself by saying this word experience. So remember that I said that. <laughs> um, I don't know what is going to replace that yet, but I think there is a great opportunity to reimagine what we are going to be doing with our customers from the moment they step foot into our space. They're in our home. Absolutely. So what does that need to look like? I think that retailers now are going to have to become current with technology. What do we mean by that? I want to see technology being reimagined in a store in a completely different way from how I'm shopping to cataloging what I'm buying to how I'm being communicated with mm, and to how even when I'm in the store, is there something in a technology perspective that could entice me? Got it. I, I, because that's what this is about. It's about marketing to me when I don't even think I want anything. Correct. Absolutely. And so if you get me in the store, get me to buy something. 
And I think those people are going to be the people that have staying power that are going forward. And then I would invite stores to look at the market. The market is oversaturated. Mm -hmm. I would invite stores to think about what is their niche strategy going to be. That's what makes luxury so incredibly special. I think a lot of stores have failed to realize what made them special. And as a result, people did not see them as different from anybody else. Got it. That's why you were able to shop. That is correct. Literally. that all the same four or five stores because if you didn't have it I knew I could go down the hall and this person had that it. is correct so, so if you're a store true. going true. forward I would say to you think about how you can be different think about your position in the market what is it that you want to focus on you may not need to have 10 different products in retail we talk about breadth we talk about depth that's Absolutely. something I always talk about and the reason we like boutiques is that boutiques find their niche and run with it. They do. And I would say the same thing for a store going forward now. Whether it's going to be shoes, it's going to be accessories. Customers love to shop by category, but be the best at what you are doing and seek out these new and emerging designers. It's time for some freshness. It's time for some There's freshness. There's a lot of it is. new designers out here from African American designers to lots of other diversities that have some great products that we know are being made, but they have not gotten the exposure. I would love to see more pop-ups. I would love to see more special collections, more curated capsule collections where it's always changing and evolving Mm -hmm. so that every time I go into the store every week, I'm going to that section because I'm excited about what could be new. Exactly. And I think that's the opportunity that the stores have going forward. I want you to think a little deeper into this question and what does effective leadership mean to you? It's funny that you say that I just finished a leadership and management course and it was one of the most interesting courses I've ever taken. And it made me realize that one of the biggest things that I learned was that most people are managers. They are not leaders. And that was my biggest takeaway. (laughs) And so we talk about leadership. The thing I would say to everybody out here is that leadership does not always happen in a boardroom. One of the definitions that I love that I learned in this course was that leaders have followers. Absolutely. And I think that if you are privileged and you're given the opportunity to be over a team, how do you inspire? How do you motivate? How do you encourage other people? That's what a leader does. How can you empathize, not sympathize, Mm -hmm. but just let your team know that you've been there, you want to be there, that you you are committed, and that you support them. And I think leaders going forth in this new millennium also have a huge obligation to understand that they're going to be working with different ethnicities, diversities, all kind of cultural norms that are going on. An effective leader will be well-versed and can communicate on all levels. They are educated, they find out what is going on, and they are in the trenches talking to their team without being judgmental. Absolutely. And I think it's interesting, I always discuss, you know, even me and my managerial roles is about how do I gain the trust of my people at the beginning? Because you want to make sure that you are all aligned, all of the expectations are already put on the table, and you always want to get to that point in your career as a manager and a leader, as I always call myself, is that every person is going to want to be managed differently. So taking that opportunity to get to know your teams, to get to know yourself, but then also take that moment to just breathe and write out these little small nuances that you do appreciate about your people, but also being able to provide effective feedback 
that is what creates an amazing team so this was absolutely amazing i appreciate you always you know i think we've always had strong discussions on how much we support and believe in retail and design and fashion but i think the conversation has to always be had about a new narrative how do we continue in the future of retail and fashion so i appreciate you so much any last words any anything because i would love for everyone to know of course your social media handles as well but sure, any last sure, words sure. and i would just say to everybody you know i'm excited about the opportunity to thrive we've been surviving i would say to all of you there's good there's great and there's freaking awesome <laughs> think about where you want to be and go after it as if your life depended on it because it does find a way if you are out here and you're trying to search and figure out what you want Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it until you get there. I am excited for all of you to try. If you fail, the best lessons come in the fact that you have tried. So just remember that. I'm Dr. B, a.k.a. The Money Chick. Luxury Rocks is my Instagram. I am Luxury Rocks. I'm a professor. I'm a global educator. I'm a fashion enthusiast. I'm a consultant. And I'm just a happy, proud entrepreneur who is determined to pave her way and open the door for other people like Mr. Smith and those of you who have an opportunity to meet. This has been awesome, guys. I Thank you it. so much. And as always... I love you as you are a bad chick, I must say. <laughs> Guys, continue to listen in. And as I discussed with you on the last podcast, because of the huge response from the James Baldwin viewing, we have a, an amazing new one that will be coming out August 2nd. In addition to that, I have a few more interviews uh, that's coming up next week. So again, as always, continue to listen to The Jameer Smith Show and what is it apple and spotify and all of the major streaming platforms but lastly jameersmith.com is now live so you can always check out all of the updated information on there as well and again you've heard all this fun noise and music in the background because we want to be authentic and i appreciate you guys for riding this wave with me so until next time stay creative bye guys <laughs>